welcome to episode 219 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Janelle. Almost spring break Janelle. Almost spring break Janelle, that's right. You got T-minus two weeks. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> like a little croaking tonight. Uh. Did you not like used to do that when you were a kid? Oh yeah, where you'd be like, ah. Uh, and you talk like that. Yeah. And you'd be like, hello, my and then, name is Janelle. Then when the grudge came out, you wouldn't let me do it anymore, though. Well, that's because you're creepy. Well, but you used to do that when you were a kid, too. I did. I think every kid did that. Uh, and I oh, could, like. Oh, now it's making me think of the grudge. But also, like, I could do it where I was, like, I could breathe in through my nose so you could, like, do it indefinitely. Right. Fantastic. What a great, fun thing we did as kids. We're so kid-like. Do kids, do our kids know how to do that? I don't think they've ever done that. We know everything they do. Yes, we do. But it's such an 80s kid thing. Yeah, I mean, we didn't constantly have something to entertain us. At our fingertips. And I'm not complaining about having that constant entertainment, but we did have to be a little more creative sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that's going to translate really well on the. Uh, <laughs> I think I do it better than you. Uh, It's a little too forced, though. He's got to let it naturally. I am a musical robot. (laughs) We're such weirdos. You vote. Who has a better croaky 80s kid boredom voice? Yours is so quiet. You gotta, like, let it build up, though. It takes time. You don't just, like, force it out right away. It's, like, a naturally occurring event. All right. We've spent, like, two minutes almost doing this now. Oh, I thought we were gonna record That's my fast. point. This is what I'm saying. We, we need to move along. It's, I'm not gonna go fast. But maybe we're done with the croaking sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's enough. <laughs> it's time to go to the news. And now the Rate and review us wherever you listen to our pod. Very good. Google, Stitcher, Apple. You don't tune need to in. tell them where to listen because they're listening. I like to say the list of the names. <laughs> it's on the document, so it's something that we say. Please write to us at mandarinorangeshow@gmail.com and tell us what platform you listen to us. You should listen to us on Fountain. That's a good place to listen. And Boots to Stats Dust. What's our Boosts status? What's our stats? So no, at, sat stat. We're at 2,038 sats. So that's some new ones there. And we do have a comment. We got a comment. What's the comment say? Okay, the comment says, it was about episode 218. That was the, the last water. one. Good, good. You should watch Avatar The Last Airbender animated and talk about it. Oh, I mean, I've seen the live action movie by M. Night Shyamalan, so I feel like that basically covers it, right? And you know how I love animated movies. <laughs> That's my favorite. This is a TV show. I mean, I know that much. Okay, TV shows are in the tier below that. What? <laughs> yes. Do you hear, by the way, if you listen really closely, you can hear the screams of people who love Avatar, The Last Airbender, for me saying that the live action was good uh, enough. We know you 
said that for a reaction. I did. I did. I just wanted you to you like uh, Obi Wan hearing the screams from Alderaan. <laughs> that's basically the equivalent here. <laughs> that's Rundoon. <laughs> that's Rundoon. <laughs> as if thousands of people Have suddenly we told, out. told everybody about the tic- the TikTok sensation? I mean, I don't know that it's going to carry over audio, but well, there we'll is one. We'll put it on Mandarin Orange Show. Okay, group. you share it. You have to share it, though. You have the video. Okay, I'll... Rundwoon? I'll share Rundwoon. It's definitely a video that I, like, immediately identified with, as did Janelle. Yeah, so it's this guy sitting on his couch... <laughs> Watching eating, Rings of Power. Ring, watching Rings of Power, eating cheez its I think you have to just let the video speak for itself then. And that's where I'll leave it. We'll just say that we have friends that we've showed it to that are like texting us saying, yeah. like, I keep thinking of that video. They they, they said you the quote quotes it in are your brain. in their head. That's Ron's wound. It is a it's the great best. All right, you video. have to post it, though, because I Wait, don't do have I it do on the phone. do it right now? You don't have to do it right now, but like when we're done. Episode's not even up. When we're done recording, because I then I won't be able to do it because it's on your phone. Okay. All right. Let's see. Back to business. Fountain. So that was a good suggestion. I I would like to watch that, and I think that is a good idea. I don't think you're gonna watch it. I mean, if it's for the show. Oh, that is the one way to get you to do something. Yes. I mean, a listener requested it. You give it it a try anyway. Yeah. Then it can be you, Audrey and Luke's lunchtime show. (laughs) We do have lunchtime shows. Now that you're on Fountain, what's our, like, I, I feel like there's a lot more sats there. Did we get a boost? So we did get... A boost of 95 sats. Nice. And then we Did got a say who it's from? boost of 142 sats from At Do. Nice. That's the Dystopian Electronics Workshop. Yeah. The new video dropping soon. Yeah. So we have had 2,038 sats total. And how many supporters? Doesn't it say that too? 56 supporters. 56 supporters. That's fantastic. Thank you for supporting us on Fountain. And check out Dystopian Electronics Workshop. Let's see. All the other good stuff. Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Janelle's going to post the most epic TikTok video ever in the group. So that's a good way to check it out. What's our news? What other news do we have here outside of that? I got a new thing. What's up? So, as you know, I did do a Twitch live stream, mm-hmm. and it was, like, kind of a good, like, opening test run. One of the things that I discovered is that, you know, in order to do it off of the Switch, I got to have the dock that brings the Switch information to the screen. Yeah. And we have it set up in our living room normally, but then I stream on the computer out in the playroom, Right. So the problem is then I got to unhook the dock and then move it all the way out there and replug it in. It's kind of a pain every time, right? Such a pain. It is. And so I was looking around for like alternate like situations so I could get like a replacement dock. And then David, my brother, suggested this specific one. And it's like a little portable thing. It looks like just a little wall outlet thing, but it actually functions as it. As a dock. As a dock. Much smaller. It's like, I don't know, like a fifth of the size of the dock or maybe smaller. It's very small. And now I can have a permanent setup there. I just got it in the mail today. So I'm going to set it up out there. Then all I have to do is carry the switch out and hook it on there. It's great. Now, what about the 
the monitor. screen monitor. I still fits. have to figure that situation out, but at least for right now, I've got an easy way to go in and out and do it. So all that that'll be the next step. Okay. So keep an eye out for more twitching from Sad Gamer. S-A-H-D underscore gamer. What else did we do this week? Well, we had a little jaunt at the happiest place on earth. Yes, we did. We went back to D-Land. Disneyland. We had gotten, remember we went in January, we got like a three-day ticket. You got a super good deal on it. Yes. And so we We used used those last two two tickets. So we went to Disneyland and California Adventure. Spent a day at each. And it was awesome. It just so happened that it was another amazing rainstorm in California. So we got to go on two more rainy days. Yeah, they called a snow day. In Yukaipa. In Yukaipa. We've had so much. There's never been a snow day in the 12 years we've lived here. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I'm sure there have been in the past, but not since we've lived here. First snow day. Amazing. Went to Disneyland. Went to California Adventure. It was great. Saw our friends, Jeff yes. and Ebony. And got to hang out with them. And that was awesome. That was great. We haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, we haven't really seen a lot of people. Yeah, we're starting to see people again. (laughs) It's fun. Highlights, I I would say, aside from the general Disneyland stuff, we had never been on, of course, because it's brand new, there's a new Mickey ride. Mickey, what's it called? Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Train? It's called Mickey's Magical Railway. I think it's Runaway Railway. Runaway Railroad? Runaway... It's one of those. It's in Toontown at Disneyland. And it was kind of, well, I mean, I guess they're doing like, it's not really previews because they were doing like no, it's, it virtual queue, but then they we were allowed to go and just like wait. Yeah, it was it like opened. 20 minutes or something. Yeah, it was not bad for, especially <laughs> brand new ride that's been yeah. a really long wait. It was really cool. It was super fun. Yeah, I thought that was way better than I expected. Yeah, me too. It was, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but just a very a lot of like cool surprises Innovative. and just really cool effects and stuff. And the other new attraction, well, we did a few at California Adventure. Yeah, kind of, I guess two that we'd never done before in California. Well, I mean, we saw the whole Marvel, you know, Land, Avengers campus. amazing. Which is super cool. We hadn't ever been to that. Also, they, you know, in there, we did the Spider-Man attraction, Mm -hmm. which is super cool that in the queue and as part of the story, they have Squirrel Girl as part of the story. You guys were so, you were beyond. I just can't believe Doreen Green and they had all kinds of like little Easter eggs about Squirrel Girl. So, I mean, it would be so cool if she was in the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe in some way. Also, the ride itself is fun. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like your your basic video game, right? It was a very similar setup to like Toy Story Midway Mania. Mm-hmm. The, the technology is cooler because you can like swing you your actually, web, you just kind of yeah. fling your arm around. Um, but you know, it's it wasn't and anything. And it had Tom Holland, yeah, in the queue all throughout, and that was really cool too. So definitely a cool experience. Um, I enjoyed it. Wasn't like I don't know what I expected. It was different than I expected, but it was fun. Well, we've done the Spider-Man attraction at Islands of Adventure yeah. in Florida. Which one did you like better? This one, because they're both kind of a similar like simulation kind of thing, but this one had that interactive, had interactive. element to it, which made it fun. We actually wound up doing it twice and uh, got a little better at it the second time. We didn't buy any. I of the, won like, the first time, and then yeah, and then I and then, and then you, then did, yeah, learned how to do it. 
But it was fun. It was very cool. And again, like theming, just spectacular. And then I, I think though the biggest surprise was we went on the Incredicoaster, which used to be called California Screaming. And as you guys know, I'm not typically like super cool with things changing. <laughs> I like stuff to stay the way that it is. Change, especially when it comes to your precious Disney. Yeah, and I loved California Screaming, but I was actually like really, really blown away by how good a job they did with the Incredicoaster because it's the same exact roller coaster, but they just you know. And I thought the theming was just going to be kind of a you know slapping on a layer of paint, but they actually added like animatronic scenes and some cool special effects it's like a dark ride roller coaster now yeah it was really cool and we rode that twice too right because i liked it so much i'm like we gotta go do that one again how do you feel about them changing tower of terror to guardians of the galaxy i mean that's still hard for me i'm glad that tower of terror is still in florida because it's always been the better version of tower of terror yeah so at least that's still tower of terror you know twilight zone i will be super bummed if they ever close that I wish they didn't change this one, but I do like the Guardians of the Galaxy on it. It's just, I miss the old one. Well, and let's talk about the miracle of Audrey. Audrey's, like, into thrill rides all of a sudden. She <laughs> rode Incredicoaster twice, and she voluntarily rode Tower of Terror. I mean, the Guardians one, where it jump drops you over and over again. And she Here, said she loved it. Here's the thing about Audrey, is she, well, I mean, even when she was... Like, really little, she went on Pirates of the Caribbean and we couldn't take her on for years. We couldn't even, like, convince her to go on it. She was so scared of the waterfall. But she had it, like, built up in her brain that it was, like, way worse than And then when we finally got her to go on it, she's like, oh, that's really fun. But, like, she wouldn't remember from time to time. Right, every time we go back, it was like she, it was like, uh... 51st dates where she's just like, oh, oh, no, I don't think I like this ride. I'm like, no, no, you did last time. So... She'd never been on, like, Incredicoaster or California Street. Right. And we never got her to go on that. So, she was a little teary-eyed in line. But we, we're like, We said she yeah. didn't have to. Like, just, you know, wait like, in line with us. You can I step just, out. We just said, no, because she started doing upside-down coasters. She likes the Aerosmith roller coaster. Right. Well, anyway, Audrey was, like, almost hyperventilating. We were like, you don't have to go on it. Like, yeah, like, I'm not going to force you. And then you she's know. like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then by the end, she's like, that was amazing. I want to do it again. And she loved and it. And then the rest of the day, and like, then this, it, she was well, all in. Well, and then the same thing on Guardians of the Galaxy, because she went on it when it was Tower Terror. Yeah, and she hated it then. And we said, we just assumed she wasn't going to do it. But she's like, no, 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 I guess I'll try it. I'll try it, because of her experience on Incredicoaster, and she loves it. Yeah, she's like, I like I like Scary Reds now. I'm like, okay. you like drops. Great. You said you don't like drops, but you do. Now, listener to the show, Rachel, will appreciate this. The one ride that, like, even Luke, because Luke has always been our daredevil, that we actually freaked at him out a little bit. Yeah, we did freak him out. On the giant Ferris wheel, like, he's actually like, oh my gosh, I'm actually scared on a ride. He's like, stop! Stop <gasps> tweeting oh, like it! Because Phil and I were like, we sat on the same side of the Ferris wheel. Yeah, you can use your momentum to kind of tip it like, and make it swing real big. Kept going back and forth, and like Luke and Audrey were it like, was great. I mean, they li- it was like a fun, you know, Luke's like, Oh, this yeah. is amazing, like, because he's not used to it, like, he's so he's like jaded already about feeling like, thrill ride. Thrill. It's like, I've never, I don't remember even feeling scared on a ride like that before, <laughs> so that was pretty fun. Yeah, the one other one though that was a big letdown, speaking of changing things, is the Snow White 
is no longer Snow. This is mm-hmm. back in Disneyland. No longer Snow White's Scary Adventures. It's Snow White's like Magical Wish or something, <laughs> and it is like a pale imitation of what it used to be. I loved that ride. That's like one of my fav- favorite dark rides. Super creepy, and they call it Scary Adventures so parents wouldn't get upset because their kids are scared at it. And they like took out. They sanitized it. It's like so basic now. It's not. I'm not. I was not pleased. I had a scowl. You did. <laughs> they even took out the apple where she like cackles when you touch the apple and stuff. Like it's all. <sighs> I loved that one. Like the dungeon where there's like a skeleton reaching for the drips of water and stuff. That's all gone. Such a waste. So the spooky forest. I just thought it was funny. I mean, it was pretty bad. It was bad. I don't like it. No, no I mean, thank you. The Snow White Scary Adventures bad. It wasn't bad. It was amazing. It was so bad. It was the bad. witch going, ah! And they lived happily ever after. <laughs> Fantastic. That doesn't follow Disney's usual. It was there for decades, and it was great. Thing. And then they just took it out. And I know people are going to say, that's not how it was originally. It's changed a number of times over the years. Well, yeah, it was the best version of it. I've seen videos of the old versions. This one's better. All right. Well, let's talk about food. Okay, but we are, like, pushing our limits here, so you're going to need to give us a quick rundown okay. of your food. So, this could be an Disneyland, hour long if you're going to go back food. At Disneyland, we highly recommend Chicken Fasuli. Yeah, even though I'm sad to take out Mission to Mars to put it in there, I do love the pizza port. Chicken Fasuli at the pizza port. Although they changed the name of that then, now, Then, um, you can mobile order your um, sticks. Bangle Barbecue. sticks at Bango Barbecue. That's the like main. That's the main food. You know, we always get like a pretzel and a churro too. It's rough, you know, when you're trying to go swim with the manta rays. Right. But those are the things we really love. And then over at California Venture, they have bread bowls. Yeah, those are. They had a really uh, special soup right now that with cotija corn chowder. It was good. It was really great. And then we got one with mac and cheese. Luke liked it. It was fine. It doesn't like. The bread doesn't absorb the soup. Yeah, it was good macaroni and cheese, and then it was just the bread was just there. It wasn't right. It's like a loaf of bread with your mac and right. cheese. Good, but not you want a soup in there. Secret nachos is back. We've talked about secret nachos on this yes, show. Yes, but oh my gosh, because the two most important things at secret nachos are the nachos, obviously, and then the grilled, grilled cheese sandwich. Cheese. They completely redid it. You might remember us talking about this a few years ago. They gutted it, and we weren't sure. For the last hoorah. And remember, we actually got to talk to one of the head designer guy who was, like, overseeing the overhaul. And he was asking us what we thought about it. And we're like, you have to have keep the nachos, and you have to keep grilled cheese. Like, those are the best things. Please don't get rid of them. Like, we crave it. Like, what we meant. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's really good feedback. And guess what, guys? The menu is completely (laughs) gutted. Everything is different except two things. Nachos, secret nachos, and grilled cheese. They kept them on the menu. Now they are a little bit more fabulous. They're more expensive because, you know, I don't remember how much they were when they closed. I think they were up to like $16 or something when it closed. And they were $24.99, And I'm like, oh my gosh, well, we have to get the nachos because that's the thing. But it's I can't believe how much more they've gone up, right? They brought him out, and you guys, it was a small bathtub size. It was huge. It was huge. Like, think of a Nachos Bel Grande from 
Taco, Taco Bell. <laughs> There's like you could dump like eight of them in here, uh-huh. and I'm not exaggerating. It was because like, the sides are tall too. Yeah, like, it was like six inches deep and like a foot and a quarter long, like huge. It was a tub. It was literally a metal tub. Yeah. It, it takes like two people to carry out. I cannot believe how much. It and was. then um, we got them, and Jeff and Ebony. We got, got <laughs> and we got grilled cheese for the kids, and they upgraded those. Yeah, too. still like the same kind of stuff, but on top of what they did before, they also grill a piece of cheese on the outside, outside now. Of but it. it's like I don't know Parmesan? how they did it. Yeah, it was, I don't know because it wasn't like sticky. It was. They were it was magical. Good. It was like an upgrade. I told Ezra, which is Jeff and Ebony's son, I guess he, like, loves mayonnaise. Yep. And I told him they actually roll the bread over mayonnaise. Before they grill it. Before they grill it. They don't use butter. It's mayonnaise. And that's what gives it that, like, perfect crisp. And he was, like, so excited. He's like, this is, like, a really good sandwich. (laughs) So, yeah. So. I am proud to say, though, because it's been a few days, I'm already back down to below Disneyland as of today. So... Did did like spike a little bit with Disneyland, but even though we walked over fifty thousand steps over between 50, the two days, yeah. Let's not forget the caliente churro. Yeah, that was real good. It was like I thought at first it was like like a going to be savory, right? Because it was like bright red nacho. <laughs> Look, it looked like the um, flaming hot like nacho cheese or whatever, but it turns out it was yeah. like red hot, red like the cinnamon candies on the outside, and it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good indeed. So I think those were our main. That was the most things. of the foods. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. If you ever are just kind of going to the Target or by the convention center, there's this place called Joe's Italian Ice, and I'm sure I've talked about it on the show. You get some like ice cream mixed in with this Italian ice. That is the best Italian ice you'll ever yeah. taste. This is why. I don't know. It's going to be tough to get to uh, swimming with those manta rays. It's going to be cutting it close. I think you're going to call, and they're saying, like, we just put that because we want to make sure you can swim. Well, it's going to be close. We'll (laughs) see. Hopefully so. It's going to be cutting it close. I'm doing well, but that was definitely a setback for those couple of days for obvious reasons. For obvious. It was a great time. We need to move along here, though, because we've got other important news to talk about. Yes. Coming up, like, right when this episode drops, right thereafter, I'm hoping to have it out before then, but on March 6th, Monday, the first episode of Let's Make a Deal that Janelle and I are both on is airing. So make sure you don't miss it. It's the March 6th episode. Let's Set make a deal. Set your DVRs. Set your DVRs. <laughs> now, if you miss it, because it is, it does play like typically during the workday, it will be available later on. And usually, I think it's the same day, usually. Yeah. It's on Paramount, on Paramount Plus, Plus or CBS. So there are options. Make I think sure. if you have cable. Yeah, it's, it's different ways. Make sure you guys check it out. March 6th. Let's make a deal. I can't say much more than that until you watch it. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after We we can't wait. Two more very exciting things. Uh, Well, kind of, we're going to bunch them together. Audrey has been writing a novel. Like, really hardcore dedication. She just finished her 11th chapter. And it's really good, you guys. Like, I'm just... I realize, like, we're probably biased. But I'm telling you, it's good writing. And she's amazing. She's writing, she said her goal is to write two chapters a month until she's finished it. And it's it's incredible. I am so surprised 
that a 14-year-old, you know, doesn't have tons of experience, life experience yet, definitely hasn't (laughs) gone through everything, but it's written with such, like, depth and thought, and, like, the characters actually have trials and tribulations, and I'm like, this is... Yeah. She's a writer. She is a writer. And she she tells us all the time, I'm a writer. I'm going to be a writer. And I'm like, you already are a writer. (laughs) We definitely want to get it, you know, like, isn't Matt... Yeah, Matt's going to help publish it. When it's ready... Matt's going to help publish it. So you guys will be able to to get her novel. Now, I mean, it's probably a little ways out still, you know. Yeah. The funny thing is she also got invited to go to the STEM conference. It was, like, only for eighth grade girls, and a few girls from her school got invited to go. And so she went to it this week. STEM is science, technology. Engineering. Engineering and mathematics. That's STEAM. This was just STEM. Oh, just STEM. And mathematics, yes. Anyway, so it was, like, a day-long conference. She went to all these different sessions where she learned all from, like, women and all these different... Because she also knows how... She's she's phenomenal at math and science and coding and she's engineering. Like, she knows So all these women were presenting, like, different, like robotics engineering and all these different careers in like science and technology they had gardner holtz like yeah animatronics animatronics. archaeology like all this stuff and she was telling us how great it was and she's like yeah i learned this and this was so fascinating she's like but i just want you to know i still want to be a writer like i'm like oh yeah we weren't trying to like trick you into doing something different she's the one that wanted to do it so anyway she's amazing and then one more since we're bragging on our kids Luke, this week, this was wild, you guys. <laughs> it's very wild. So, I'm sitting down reading the latest issue of Game Informer magazine, uh-huh. which is like the final magazine almost that's being published. Well, it's, it's definitely like the last or at least one of the last <laughs> video game magazines. Print media. In physical form, right? I know that there's still a little magazine section, but it's definitely faded a lot over recent years. So, anyway, I still get a subscription. I get the physical magazine. I'm flipping through, looking at the, like the letters section, and there's always like reader submitted artwork. And guess whose artwork is printed in the letter section of this month's issue? That's right, Luke Vecchio, None age other twelve. Than Luke. And so what happened is like last month in January, I guess it was, so a little bit over a month. Luke, had, you know, he been, he does all these great graphic design projects, and he was working on one. It was a, it's a picture of Link from Legend of Zelda, specifically Breath of the Wild, and he's like jumping and shooting a bow and arrow like at you, and then there's like a Triforce behind you, behind him. I'm like that's really good, and I was like, you know, I said people submit artwork to this all the time. We should submit yours, and so I helped them like put together a thing, and I submitted it. Through my email, you know, because I, I didn't get to be, like, an adult to do it, you know? Right. I mean, like, kids can do it, but you have to have an adult submit it for them, right? So, anyway, I submitted it, and the email thing says, like, you know, we get thousands of emails, so we're not going to respond. Just, you know. You're they won't even let you know if they got that it. That they got it, right. You're just throwing it out into the void. So, I, I didn't even think anything of it. And then, like... A month later, I'm flipping through the magazine, and boom, there's his artwork right there. They picked it right away, like the next issue. It's in there. So if you guys have issue, I think it's 353, is that right? It's the newest one. It's got Resident Evil on the front cover, which is kind of ironic. It's like a zombie game (laughs) that Luke's cute artwork is in. But it's really good. He's on the... It's in the digital version. 
What's that? It's in the digital version as well. That's right. Even if you don't have the physical one, if you have like a subscription, you can look at it in the digital version. And it's like, right, it's at the beginning of the letters section. I think it's on like page five or six or something like that. So, and you'll see it says Luke Vecchio, age 12. So proud. So proud. Okay, we've got just a couple more things we need to cover here. One of which is 28 and 28. 28. Yeah, you did some 28 and 28-ing. I did. So, I mean, by now, it's March. We're kind of done with official, although we're going to continue to do some makeup mm-hmm. since we did miss quite a bit during because w- w- we were sick. But on the 28th, I actually did, like, this amazing hike because we've had these crazy storms, rain and snow, and we had blizzards this week in Yukaipa. <laughs> like, there was an accumulation of snow. We drove to the dentist down in the desert, and it was, like, slipping and sliding mm-hmm. through, like, three inches of snow. Crazy. And so there was a lull on the 28th, kind of it was raining at night. There was kind of nothing during the day. And then like in the afternoon, it started snowing. So after I dropped the kids off, I went and did a little hike through our mountains. And there's like snow everywhere all around. It's just in our little hills. Like we're not that high elevation. Southern California. We live in the foothills. You know, Mm -hmm. usually maybe we get a dusting. And this is like And you have to like go up into the hills more to usually experience it. So anyway, really cool. So hopefully you guys had a good 28 and 28. Hopefully it was a little more consistent. Although during our Disneyland trip, like I said, we got like way more than 28 <laughs> minutes in. Cause we did, like I said, over 50,000 steps between the first or between the two main days. Plus we walked all the way to downtown Disney and back, which was another, I think we did that one was like, I want to say 5,000 steps. Yeah. Something like that. I want to say like the, Amount of walking we do in a day is that's how we get on so much stuff. Because if something's long, we skip it. You're talking about so, a Disneyland. Yeah, we walk all around the park. We don't like fulfill the area and move on. Yeah, it, right. It all depends on the wait times and what. There's a lot of like. strategies. Part of the so fun it requires a lot of steps. And part of the fun of doing an amusement park is the strategy for yeah. me. It's a game. Yeah. There was only one time where it, we were wrong. Yeah, it happens. It was listed wrong, though. It wasn't our fault. It happens. So. All right. Well, that's it for 28 and 28. And we'll be back next February with more 28 and 28. Very quickly, we also need to discuss our vacation pants. Put on your vacation pants. Well, we already vacation pants quite a bit. Yeah, we did. We talked all about that trip, but we have another trip coming up, which people are aware of, but just remind us where we're going. Yes, we are going to the Big Island. Hawaii. Our first time flying in three years. And I've been to the Big Island when I was little, but it's your first time and the kids' first time. I'm so excited. Very. I am beyond excited. Hawaii is, like, my favorite place. Yeah, it's paradise. <laughs> it's paradise, so... So we'll keep you guys posted on that. A lot of great stuff. But we also have been working on booking our summer vacation. Yes. Which I think I don't think I mentioned how this is going to go. I don't think so. So sort of like the the linchpin that holds this trip together <laughs> is that Joy Electric, Ronnie Martin, who's you probably heard us talk about in the music section, you know, musical artist slash band from the 90s and the 2000s that we absolutely love. And I've done stuff with them over the years and 
listen to all his music and stuff. He hasn't played live in like, I think it's like been 12 or 13 years, something mm-hmm. like that. And he's playing his Joy Electric for the first time. And it's in Illinois in the summer. And so we are going to go to that. It's like an outdoor music festival. There's other bands that I care about. Mostly that's all that you're, you're there for, at least mm-hmm. is what they've announced so far. But ha- we can't miss that. No, and that's kind of what kind of we have are planning our whole trip around. Right. So we took that, we're gonna hit that, and now we're building a road trip. a road trip or have built a road trip all around it. There's still a few details to iron out, but we will be going through a lot of the southeast during the summer. Yes, Ben. It's yeah. It's it's on Southeast. In fact, Chattanooga is definitely <laughs> on the list, and some others. We're gonna most likely hit at least two new states for the kids. If all goes well, we'll hit a new state for us as well, yeah. which is South Carolina. The kids have not been to Tennessee and Georgia before. We'll so hit those. Assuming that all everything goes according to plan after this summer trip. We will have gone to forty nine out of the fifty states, yeah. all four. Well, of and we'll, and the kids will be all. The kids up. will have caught up because those are the last two: Georgia and Tennessee. And we'll that, like for me, I'll get like higher bumps on right. your little chart. Because if you remember my chart, one in a state means you've just driven through but didn't get out of the car. Two, you know, maybe even an airport, although mm. that's like a half, but still, you know, you've been to there but not really. A two is you went into the state enough to like eat a meal, right? A three is you spend a night in the state. And that's kind of as far as it goes. If you've spent the night, then you can at least say, yeah, I've experienced yeah. that state enough that I spent the night there. So you've been to Tennessee, but really only a one. We just drove through Chattanooga. You didn't even get out of the car. So that would upgrade you there. We got a two in Alabama. There's a couple others that we will probably upgrade throughout the summer. Oh, uh, North Carolina mm-hmm. and West Virginia would be ones that we'll hit as well. And we'll upgrade. A lot of national parks along the route. Mm-hmm. There's a national park in South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia, and Indiana that we may hit along the way. Again, we're still ironing out all of the details, so we'll keep you posted. But it's going to be a good summer. It's, there. There's one thing we really want to do is we've really been into, like, looking at old amusement park rides and yeah. stuff, which we'll get to in a little bit. But we want to hit some pretty classic east of the Mississippi amusement parks. Yes. So, so that that's going to be... That's going to depend on where we go and yeah. what we do, but it's going to be cool. So if you have any suggestions for basically what is east of the Mississippi, more or less, right. uh, let us know. Send us an email at mandarinorange.gmail.com. What do we need to hit? Amusement parks, national parks, historical places... Your hometown. You know we're up for anything. Yeah, so. if you've got any ideas, let us know. Can't guarantee we'll do all of them, but we're going to hit a lot of cool stuff. So oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be hot. I've been in the south in the summer. I, we really need good air conditioning. Oh, well, yeah. We're going to have to rent a car with air conditioning for sure. Like really good air. Like, how, can we pretest the air conditioning? I'm, I'm sure we'll make sure it works well. <laughs> Because, you know, it's not just the heat. It's the humidity. And it is I can't real. even believe we're going to the south in the summer. Well, we just, you know, we have to. The music is what's the bringing Midwest us there. In the south. I know. But you know what? It's going to be worth it. It's going to be amazing. I'm very excited for that as well. One more thing we're going to talk about. This is going to close out the show. We're going to talk Couch Potato Corner. 
Couch Potato Corner. The CPC! Yay! We haven't really watched a lot of movies, but we have watched a lot of TV. I wouldn't say a lot. We haven't watched any movies. We've watched some TV. We've been busy. But we have watched a few things, so let's let's hit them real quick. I actually don't think we've watched any of the Orville since the last time we talked. I don't think so. But anyway, we we're watching Orville. watching the Orville, and same with Gordon Moore Gibbons' Life on Normal Street. Those yeah. are shows that we're like in the middle in of. In the middle of. We haven't watched those. We have been watching some Let's Make a Deal to get geared up for yes. it. So you guys should definitely do the same. You've got some like shows that you're going to talk about here, so I'm just going to like buckle down. You have one minute. Go. So, Bachelor is on right now with Bachelor Zach. Um, apparently, he's um, Patrick Warburton's nephew. Gosh, you say this all the time. Like, that's not going to make me interested in watching the show. <laughs> it's a really great season. Zach got COVID, and then one of his contestants got COVID in the next episode. Oh, my gosh. So, it's a lot of, a lot of different. They did a... They did a Zoom rose ceremony. How romantic is that? He sent home two girls over Zoom. He's like, (laughs) you're going home. They're probably like, thank you. At one point, one of, like, because he's in, like, quarantine, and this girl brings him, like, a care package, and they, like, talk outside the door. (laughs) All right, you've hit your minute. All right, what else have I been watching? <laughs> I've been watching um, Love is Blind came up with like a after, or I'm sorry, came out with a after the altar. Okay. So season two of Love, no, season three of Love is Blind, they always put like some more episodes out like ways later so you can catch up with everybody. Highly recommend. That was great. And what did they change? What? Well, it says after the altar, and that spelled how you would change something, not where you would get married at. So I was just curious. Well, there's a lot of tailoring. So you meant to spell it A-L-T-E-R? One time, this guy put on a thimble. <laughs> it was great. Okay. But, like, it's interesting to see them after the altar. Is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I've been watching Married at First Sight. I can't remember the season. I'm not caught up, like, to current stuff because i'm watching all the old ones first so um this most recent season the couple gets in a big fight on their honeymoon they're like not even speaking wow you wanted to marry me at first sight i did but like they that's it you're just gonna stay cast (laughs) that Oh, I do. I have a little thing that I want to, like, read. But I thought you were going to do that for our 20th anniversary. I'm going to do that for our anniversary. You guys, our 20th anniversary is less than a month away. 20 years. Just a little preview. I do have a journal entry in my diary from the day I met. Yeah. Well, not maybe the day, but it was, like, around that time. Just right thereafter, yeah. That I met Philip. I did not write anything down about it because that's not really what I did. No. But I remember it in my brain. He was not a man of many written words. Well, it's weird. I he like to write, like, stories and stuff. I just didn't want to write, like, letters yeah, and notes. Yeah, he hates nonfiction. I like to write fiction. <laughs> he hates nonfiction, remember? I don't hate nonfiction. It's just not the segment that we have on our show. 
That's just yes, not how it works. But I would pour my heart out in these emails to Phil in college. And I'd be like, and cool. And then he's like, cool. See you soon. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, and then when I talk to you on the phone, you're like, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for your email. Like, catching me up on all the, the drama. I really enjoyed your stories. Because I, like, tell you stories about the daycare kids and, like, what I've been doing and where my... I'd been traveling, and you really, like, appreciated them. Yeah. You probably would have appreciated it for me, too, but I didn't. So, I'd see your little, like, bbv.net email and get so excited, and it was, like, two words. (laughs) Yeah, but I like to talk to you. I talk to you all the time. No, you talk to me if I called and paid the long distance. Well, back then, it was different. (laughs) Now I talk to you, like... Eight times a day, so much so that your friend Trisha comes in the door and is like, "Stop talking to Phil. I gotta tell you. I stuff. gotta tell her story, Phil. Get She'll off the phone, you Phil. You're always talking to her. She's my but then friend. You guys both want to know, like the I know stuff. You're like, just leave me on. <laughs> I want to hear. It. I'm just teasing. Trisha's the greatest. I'm just saying that she does tease us a lot for how much that we talk. Well, I mean, you can't. You can't deny our connection. That's true. It's just like The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. With that, the final thing I want to mention in Couch Potato Corner is we got the kids hooked on watching, like, documentaries about old <laughs> amusement park stuff. It feels like I lo- I always watch these. I've watched them for, like, years. I, I like them, too. Not like Not like, like I do. do but, but like, like, I've shown you, like, highlights before. But the kids are like, oh. So, my favorite one, one that we've been watching a lot recently, is called Defunct Land. It's a YouTube channel. He's really good. He's really good. There's other good ones, too. Like, Yesterworld, I think it's called. There's a few other really good ones that are kind of similar. But Defunct Land is probably my favorite. Um, He's really an amazing storyteller. He really is. So, the kids are, like, hooked. And I love it. Because I love that stuff. it's because, you know, we went to Disneyland and, like, now they're just, like, love the history. Yeah. Well, and then Disneyland. we've been to other parks around the country, too, so they well, see, like, different histories there. He talks about Tivoli, which our kids have well, been they've in also Denmark, been there, too, yeah. So, like... It's pretty great. Pretty, pretty great. Yeah. And that's our Couch Potato Corner. Yay! And guess what? That's the show. You guys, I know it's a short one this week. But we got a lot of stuff going on, and that's the time we have. I think it's good. Sometimes it's okay to go a little shorter. Yeah. Sometimes but it is okay. It's also okay to write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And I want to encourage you. I know that our frequent writer in her Ben sometimes writes epic length emails. He knows this. Yeah, it doesn't have it to doesn't be have a masterpiece. To, you don't have to like, and Ben has set like a high standard, a high bar. But. You guys, like, two lines would be sufficient, and we'll read it on the show. It doesn't have to be anything more than, you guys probably smell great in real life. If someone writes that to me, I'll read that twice on the show. You do a good job of, like, showering and stuff. Thank you. You do, too. I'm the stinky one in the relationship. (laughs) Most of your feet, though. Well, it's the thing about women. They just have a lot of... It's a lot going on there. Extra stuff. Yeah. That's true. It's not fair. Well, you didn't have to admit that on the show, but I'm just saying you do smell good mostly. That's good. Because <laughs> sometimes I don't. Hey, we're all there. Sometimes I don't too. I'm aware. But I, I do. I think you are like 
really smell good. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> really, this is important for us. Again, please write to us. Mandarinorange.gmail.com. Tell us what you think we smell like. And Tell guys, us what you smell like. And guys, he used the cheapest soap there is. Oh, that's right. Whatever's the cheap soap. He doesn't have a standard. No, it's what I do have a standard. It's you figure out per ounce of soap what's the cheapest. That's what I want. Mm. I don't care what brand. I don't care if it's, and it's generic. Usually what color a it Sam's is. Club slash Costco size. Yep. Whatever. Just the biggest box. bulk plain. But I like bars of soap. Yeah. I do not. Care for. He is having a hard time with the whole bath gel yeah, a lot section of, hotels. A lot of hotels have switched to bath gel, and I don't care for that. I think it's eco-friendly. That's fine. I need a physical thing but to scrape the, the is, filth is off my body. You do not leave the bar of soap. But like, if you do have any left, you take it with you. Yeah. So it's like you're one of the few people that don't. Waste soap. Right. I have my little soap so, container that I bring with us on trips. We have plenty from over the years because we hoard our hotel shampoos. So I will get you your baby soaps. That's good. For, the, for Hawaii. Because I do not, I can't do nine days of, of shower gel. I don't know how people do that. Before you sign off, you didn't talk about the shower at the hotel. It was a phenomenal shower. You guys know that like... The number one most important thing for me at any hotel is the shower. And it was like... It could be a total dump. Yeah. I don't. If it's got a great shower, I don't even care. <laughs> and this one... I mean, it was. The hotel was great. But the shower... I mean, I think I rated it a perfect 10. Because it had hit all the points. Let me tell you, just very briefly. This is a little sidetrack here. Water pressure is number one. I want it to be high water pressure. I want it to hit my skin so <laughs> hard, I'm afraid it'll back. split my skin if it hits too at the wrong angle. That's how hard I want it to be. Secondly, I want the temperature controls to be easy to use and mm. to be consistent. Yeah. Not like fluctuating so that I'm when burning or freezing cold. the toilet at two and, floors above. And you want it to be able to be easy to adjust. Sometimes it's too hard and it's like really tough to find your temperature. It was great. Yeah. I like a large tub if you're going to do it. You know, I mean, a shower room is fine too, but if it's a tub... I like it when they like bow out the curtain so that, that you don't have the they curtain have rub that. up against your body because mm-hmm. that's the worst, especially at a hotel. But you know, it like sucks I up do against that you. At our own house. Yeah. I, if we ever make our bathtub a shower, we need to do the curve. We need bar. to do the bow out. Yeah. Then it has, you know, so you got plenty of length. It's well lit in there and it's got the adjuster thing so that you can do different types of spray. And it had like a super concentrated one that was like, it was painful. It hit so hard. Phenomenal. It's yeah. all the most important things. I took the first shower of the trip and I was like, great. We're in a rush. We need to get to Disneyland. And Phil's going to be in here for oh. 10 minutes longer than he usually is. Because if it's got a really good, strong, like, I just let it sit my hit my back, and it just, like, it's like getting a full massage. It just pounds on you. It's so great. It was a phenomenal shower. Well, you do owe me um, a trip to Glen Ivy, so mm. they have those kinds of showers Not like there. that. Not like this one. It was It was great. <laughs> All right, that's a big shower detour. I don't know how we got there, but I do know how we got here. It was because we're talking about if you're stinky or not. I know. It was a weird detour, but that's (laughs) what we do on this show. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to write in. Tell us about what's important about showers to you. And uh, thank you, Janelle, for co-hosting with me, of course. You're very welcome. 
And I think that's going to do it. So for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.